Are we ready? You're listening to What's Hollywood up, everyone? We got a serious show today. And all major podcasts. What everybody needs to pay attention to. You're listening to only the best internet radio station. Make in sure to listen to us on Spotify and no, iTunes, baby. The universe. Hopefully you guys like that interview with Jake Sawyer, former Hells Angels Nomad. That is up right now. So how you guys doing today? Welcome to Motorcycle Madhouse Biker Radio. Going to be doing it a little different today, uh, especially that we've been digging and digging into this uh, story with the Philly Warlocks uh, president out of Chester County and uh, the Keith Palumbo deal. Now, I got to start off by saying I've been doing uh, two of these segments. The first segment, boy, did I screw that one up. Everybody knows when I'm wrong, I'll tell you I'm wrong. I'm not going to sit here make any excuses. The way I covered the story the first time around without really checking into it because it came from a cop blog, that was just ridiculous. But then, you know, more and more people were contacting me, and they were rightly upset with the way I covered it because, quite frankly, it seemed like, you know, Leo was picking this stuff up, and it came right out of a movie, but that wasn't the case. What the case was that, yes, indeed, they did find a body in that crib, and that body was of Keith Palumbo. If you guys do not know this story, Keith went missing, and I'm going to give you a a timeline because I've been doing a lot of research on this because I want to make sure that the family side is heard. I have not been contacted by the family. I've been doing a lot of research on this stuff. So no, it has not come from them. It's come from us looking around, poking around and finding stuff out for ourselves. But our uh, prayers do go out to the family. Another thing I want to say is the people involved in this, in that MC that is not representative of what one percenters are actually i know a lot of one percenters i've talked to them about this story they actually called me emailed me and they were disgusted by this they were absolutely disgusted with this what them philly warlocks did at least out of that county that's not an mc club right there man it's a disgrace to the mc culture and I'm not going to be freaking apologetic for saying either. You know, Everybody knows that I'm going to call it right down the middle. And what happened to this dude, it's pretty messed up, man. Uh, a bunch of meth heads. And, you know, I'm not really going to go into... Uh, everybody knows my feelings on that. I'm going to be straight up. Meth, you a bunch of... I'll just keep it clean. Let's just keep it clean right now. But what they did was just terrible and again is not representative of that. Also, for those who don't know the difference, the Philly Warlocks are not the Warlocks out of Florida that started in the mid-60s. They are totally different clubs. The Warlocks with uh, the Phoenix has nothing, absolutely nothing 
to do with this. This is the Philly Warlocks, so there's a big difference. If you want to know the difference, go read up the gangsterreport.com, I think, has uh, a thing about it, uh, and one percenter.com, uh, I think it is, uh, has some more information on that type of stuff. But I just wanted to put out there that there are two different clubs, and the one club has absolutely nothing to deal with this. As you can see, the picture on my screen, if you're not on uh, YouTube or uh, any of the video platforms, come on over from Spotify and iTunes. And this is Keith Palumbo, who I got on the screen right now. And there's a story behind Keith. For one, I didn't know he was a tattoo artist, and everybody knows I used to own uh, a couple tattoo shops. And that kind of hit me close to the freaking uh, thing because tattoo artists are really freaking close together. But Keith does have a damn story here, and people forget about that when the news is being relayed. Uh, not only mainstream media, but myself. Sometimes I really don't dig into the background of stuff. I'll anchor a story, let you guys know what's going on out there, and I say, hey, you know, you got to go out there, find the information on your own and make up your own mind but in this case you know after the first uh, screw up in the first uh, segment that I did on this you know where I kinda played it down because again it was a Leo site and I actually felt real bad for the you know the family because it being reported on a Leo site not mainstream or you know not somebody that has some credibility it's really gonna destroy the story for him so that's why you know I kicked it in the high gear and wanted to get a story out you know Keith comes from a large family. He had an, you know, we found out he had 15 brothers and sisters, half brothers, sisters, stepbrothers, sisters. He was uh, a talented artist in canvas, paper, and tattoo. He was also a talented uh, musician that played in multiple heavy uh, metal bands, and they did release an album. Uh, you know, from what I'm hearing, you know, People that were saying, you know, that were contacting us, uh, he had a gentle soul. Uh, he never harmed anybody else. So that kind of makes the story uh, a little more uh, kicking, uh, you know, but uh, but anyway, uh, as far as we know, uh, early May of 2019, his childhood friend, Michael uh, DeLuca, uh, was released from prison after serving seven years of a plea agreement uh, on convictions on weapons charges and aggravated assault for the shooting of his girlfriend in 2013. So we covered that in the second segment about this schmuck. Uh, there's a lot more words that I can uh, use to describe this punk. But uh, yeah, he's uh, served seven years uh on that plea for shooting his girlfriend he claimed he was cleaning his gun it went off then he gave another damn story uh so uh early spring of 2019 he re uh reconnected with deluca along with uh, a number other uh childhood friends they encourage uh keith to join an mc against the wishes uh you know with a lot of people around him uh he started the prospect and he bought a 2004 uh, Harley Sportster. So, you know, here you got a childhood friend. And, you know, he went, bought a bike. 
and you can tell if he didn't have a bike at that time he really didn't know what mc life was about and again i'm not gonna say mc life is about what these freaking morons uh put out there to him because clubs ain't like that you know most one percenter clubs i know the main ones ain't like this and they make the you know what what the philly war i'm just gonna keep on going uh mid-spring uh now this is interesting keith harley is stolen and it went missing for a couple weeks and then all of a sudden the bike reappears and the mc takes credit for retrieving it for him uh i guess uh the family is still under the belief and you know what i don't i don't blame them because miraculous you know it was miraculous that this bike showed back up and they're taking credit for it for one the philly warlocks they don't have that kind of street cred they're gonna they're acting like something they're not and i can say that with almost 100 percent certainty they're not what they were claiming to be at least in that county now can i make that uh, assumption with if they got any other damn chapters out there no i can't but the way that it read out where the bike was stolen and it came back for one when a bike's stolen there's two things that are gonna happen to it now i ain't giving you advice on this stuff so don't take it like that i'm just gonna tell you two things happen either that sucker stripped and the parts are sold or it's retitled and shipped overseas those are the two things that happen to stolen bikes anybody who thinks that this bike just came back to him full nothing messed with nothing dented nothing taken off of it you're morons I'm just going to put that out there right now. You're freaking morons. Freaking morons, if you think that. Because there is two things, again, that happen, and that's either they're stripping it or they're taking it overseas. Uh, the reason why I personally think that they got the bike back to them is because they want to say, hey, this is, we're bad. We're bad. You know, we did this, we did that. And you got to do whatever we want because we helped you, you know, brainwashing the kid because, again, he just bought the damn Sportster, didn't know nothing about motorcycle clubs. So he's going off of what, you know, they say, here's a guy who just got out of the joint. He probably thought, hey, this guy was something because he got out of the joint and he's a childhood friend. So we're going to go that route. Mid-September of 2019, uh... From what I'm learning, Keith is ordered to meet some MC members at a local bar. Uh, while waiting outside, he is ordered by club security to leave the premises. Because he was told by his MC members to meet them outside, he refuses and the bar security calls the cops. Keith is arrested for trespass, uh, trespassing and simple assault and resisting because i know a lot of people are looking up his police records right now these are what is on the record so a lot of this checks out uh he spent about an, uh, a month and a half from what i gather just looking at everything uh looks like he was attending court dates and court hearings there was community service in there uh from what I'm gathering, 
January of 2020, a member of the MC, I guess he was pretty, you know, drug-induced paranoia, showed up to a party where he was attending and shoots uh, Keith uh, twice in the leg as an alleged revenge for an ups- <laughs> claiming that Keith had uh, snitched on someone. Uh, he was transported by car to a local hospital where, despite being severely wounded and being threatened by police for obstruction, he refused to name the shooter. So, no, that's not a rat right there. You could tell if he, he just got shot up, he ain't uh, telling the cops who shot him. He wasn't ratting. Uh, Mid-January, three members of the MC walked into a bar that Keith is in and inform him that he has allegedly broken some unwritten rule of an MC and proceeded to take his Harley from him. Well, you could tell the kid hasn't he wasn't around uh, clubs that much because most clubs don't do that crap, none that I know. And besides that, they tried to, I don't care if you're wearing the same colors as me, you try that crap with me, I'm shooting you right between the freaking uh, eyes. That's just the way it is. Uh, so this kid had no experience in this MC life and he was, you know, being dragged along by childhood friends who thought they knew what the MC life was about. Uh February 6th, he's last seen alive by his older brother around 8.30 p.m. when he, uh, you know, left the home saying that he had people waiting in the car and had to go. It is uh, thought that that's the night Keith was killed. Uh, February 9th, uh, not hearing from him, I guess uh, that's when, you know, I think a family member filed a, uh, a police report. Uh, then it, two months went by, and there's uh, you know all kinds of Facebook posts. I looked into them. Uh, they organized search parties. I was hearing that the cops kept this close to their freaking. Uh, they didn't let none of this out. And then on April twentieth, uh, two of the suspected participants are arrested on unrelated charges and question. And guess what? One of them breaks, confessing his role to the cops and the whereabouts of the body. Uh, that's how they knew where to uh, look for him, because uh, one of those involved uh, were in, you know, started talking. Uh, they recovered the body by a dental records. And uh, on the 8th, the family is notified uh, the news of the arrest and charging of Michael uh DeLuca in Wyoming is relayed to people, and I guess that's where a lot of it came out on that blog. And then April 20th is when they had his funeral. So that is the timeline of what we were able to get so far. Again, we're going to follow this from beginning to end. You know, I kind of feel uh, responsible uh, for doing that because, again, usually I'll just cover the news and, you know, anchor away and let it go. And a lot of the stories, I leave it up to you guys to figure out. But not this one. You know, this one uh, is pretty messed up, man. Here you got a kid that don't know nothing about the MC life and his friend this meth head you know gets out of prison talks him into joining this MC and throwing all kinds of freaking rules at the kid man 
taking his bike, you know, then acting like they're the ones who got it back, and then taking his bike because he broke some uncertain rule. They're nothing but garbage. That ain't the MC people I know. It really isn't. This is some street punk crap that they pulled. That's just my personal opinion. They're a bunch of freaking nobodies. And they were high up, uh, hopped up on everything. You shoot the freaking kid. The kid don't even freaking tell on anybody. He held this stuff. He honored what he thought was his loyalty to these people. And then here you go. And he gets shot and buried into a cemetery vault. What kind of death is that, man? That's some punk crap. Punk crap, man. There was no money involved. There was nobody snitching because I checked that out. He would have told somebody as soon as the shooting up, you know, they shot him up because some idiot druggie claiming the BMC wearing a freaking patch shot him and he didn't say a damn word. Not a damn word. That ain't brotherhood, man. And that's why I want to be damn clear that most people that I know ain't like this. They don't think that way. They're hardworking men and that go to work, support their families. Yeah, we get a lot of news that are real bad stuff. But what is this, man? You know, there was one thing that I knew growing up. If you're going to get into that game, you better know. I don't care if they were wearing a patch or you were with a street crew. It was always going to be your best friend that, you know, snubbed you out. There is no loyalty when, you know, you get guys hopped up on stuff. You know, that's one of the things that clubs used to have, man. You couldn't shoot up because who's going to trust a junkie, man? Who's going to trust a junkie with their lives? You know, I don't know if that's the way it is nowadays, but it used to be if you shoot up, man, you're gone. It's just the way it, re it was, man. Uh... Or if there was money involved, yeah, you can guarantee it was going to be your best friend that did it to you. You know, it shouldn't have been the case in this case for this kid because he was trying to do it the right way. You could tell that he didn't have no idea what an MC was because he bought the, the bike later on. He was never riding. But this kid leaves, uh, you know, leaves a family behind, a big one. Uh, man. It's just messed up. You guys got to let me know what you guys think in the comment section. Again, I'm going to cover it from start to finish. If you guys want to throw some uh, stuff at me, my stuff is confidential. I'm not going to name who sends me stuff, all that stuff. I want to just make sure I report this story because the mainstream media isn't. And yes, I do give both sides of the story out. So if this club would like to get a hold of me and give their side of the story 847-957-1686 I'll interview you on the air let you get your side of the story out because that's one thing that we're known for but don't expect a softball interview from me that's what I have to say about that. Now, I got a video that's coming up that uh, people close to, uh, you know, Keith made. So, 
I had to change the music because of copyright stuff. But uh, with that, I'll talk to you guys later. a subscriber on any one of these platforms so you can be notified right away when our weekly episode is uploaded so you never miss an episode. Hi, this is James Hollywood Machikari. Join our YouTube channel and get Motorcycle Madhouse and tons of videos related to the bikers. Join now by subscribing for free and become part of the crowd today. Always free and always entertaining. Don't forget to visit us at www.harleyliberty.com for your daily biker news. Rock on!